Do you know that you urinate about 2,570 times a year? Do you know what else happens 2,570 times a year? A juvenile in the United States is sentenced to life in prison without parole. How could a 17-year-old be sentenced to life in prison without parole by one judge with only one witness? All this and more in today's episode of My Friend Has Never Listened to a Podcast. How are we doing? All good, all good. What's been going on? Uh, this week has been hmm, <laughs> fun. Fun's <laughs> the word I'm looking for, I think. Um, we, we, I saw you wandering around the garden on Instagram trying to catch some of Bruce's pee. What was that all yeah. about? Um, so he may have a kidney infection. And based on that, I have oh, now been tasked with buddy. the um, amazing job of having to follow him around with this bucket trying to capture his urine. But... Like, try communicating to a dog that you need them to pee into this cup because I just don't know how you do it. Genuinely, I don't know how people do this. Unless I'm supposed to capture it, like, drop by drop over a period of time. I don't know. I'm at a loss. Yeah, I don't envy you. Um, how about you? Did you have any anything um, more fun than that happen this week? Oh, God, I think anything <laughs> would be more fun than that, James. Well, I've just got my lashes done because, as you know, I'm heading off to Daydream Island next week mm. to celebrate a bit of a milestone birthday. I know. I was like, yeah, um, and I'm really, really sorry that we can't be there. I was, I'm really wish we could. It's like... Um, Goddamn COVID. Yeah, damn you. No, it's um one of those bittersweet things because I definitely do appreciate McGowan and his approach to, you know, keeping WA safe, but it does sometimes impact on stuff like this. So, yeah, um, just know that I will at some stage FaceTime you and have a cocktail with you over the phone. Woo-woo. Awesome. Well, we're there for five days, so you'll be there with us in spirit and I'll make sure that we um, we have a, a drink over FaceTime together. Deal, deal, deal. All right. Awesome. Um, so the other thing that I was doing this week, though, was listening to a podcast called Suave. Mm-hmm. And what I'd love is if you could give our listeners an overview about what Suave is all about. So Suave is a podcast by Futuro and PRX. It's hosted by the fabulous Maggie Freeling and executive produced by Maria Hinosa. And it is the story of a 17-year-old gentleman by the name of Suarez, who is raised on the streets and ends up taking accountability for the murder of a 13-year-old boy. He's sentenced to life in prison and he spends three decades there and he forms the most beautiful friendship with Maria who is a journalist for PRX and the way that they support each other through the ups and downs throughout this podcast I just found incredible because this is a fast moving podcast people as I was listening my fingers could not type fast enough to keep up with all the events by episode three I was thinking my God, what else can happen in the next five episodes? Because so much has already happened. It was just 
a wicked podcast, one of my favorite podcasts of the year so far, James. It was. It was really, really good. And I, I think one of the things I loved about it is that they've taken years and years of phone calls and conversations. 20 years of friendship. Yeah, and, and then they've been able to boil that down into this brilliantly told story in eight episodes. And I think it is definitely something that people need to download and listen to immediately. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite parts of this podcast was how simple something as a Christmas card can make a huge difference to somebody's life. And Suave actually says that he's only alive today because of Maria, because all his family deserted him essentially when he was in prison. Yet Maria stayed in touch with him and year after year after year, sent him Christmas cards. I love that. And I know you would have loved it specifically, Oz, because it's something that you do as well. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows how many of my Christmas cards have kept people alive, James. You've been out here saving lives, Ollie. (laughs) You know, so something as simple as that, like a Christmas card, can help to strengthen this bond that it started on quite interesting terms. Would you say, Ollie, their relationship originally? Oh, for sure. I think that's what hooked me in. It started off as a professional relationship where I think they both thought they could get something out of it. So Almost like they were both using each other a little bit, but without saying that. Yeah, yeah, not not using each other, but this Maria would have a contact on the inside of prison and So she'd have the scoop if anything went down and you know Yeah, like a riot or something. Mm. Suave had this person on the outside who could potentially tell his story. So I think this initially you can give something to me I can get something from you has turned into this beautiful 20-year friendship and so emotional Yeah, it comes across really strongly through the podcast so one of the reasons you have to listen to it is to hear how this bond formed and changed and morphed over the course of of time yeah and they've done that really well so as part of the podcast they actually go back and listen to all of the recorded phone calls with Maria and Suave and yeah, bring, bring together the narrative. So yeah, I just found that to be such a huge investment for me. It really reminded me that there's so many beautiful untold stories out there and that the podcast format allows for that narrative to really be told. And what was one of your favorite beautiful stories that you heard in this podcast? James? Oh, there's, there's so many, but I think one of the things that the podcast reminded me of is that even though people may go into prison for unspeakable things, that there are a lot of prisoners who still maintain an element of humanity. And when you're told through the the story that Suave had a bucket list and sharing with you some of the things that he wanted to do on his bucket list for just Yeah, it's awesome. And I don't want to give too much of it away. So one of the reasons you have to tune in is to hear what was on his bucket list. And while you're thinking of it, just think of me crying as well. (laughs) 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 It was was definitely one of those those tear jerking moments that just made me really reflect on the fact that, you know, people are people and they can change. Suave says that year he also tried heroin for the first time. I used to sell dope. And I told my mom, yo, I want to try this shit. She said, all right, let's try it. That's it. That's what I remember him saying. And I was just like, what kind of a mom would do that to her son or with her son? But, you know, things start to get peeled back. I begin to kind of understand a little bit more about Suave's mom. And I'm like, oh, my God. Her life was really tough. 
Well, I think one of the things that we all need to reflect on, and for me, it probably hits a bit closer to home. I've had uncles in and out of prison. I've told you this before, Ollie. Um, Mm -hmm. And growing up in the town that I grew up in, it was quite normal that at certain times I had friends whose parents would openly do drugs in front of them. Mm-hmm. And hearing that, so Suave's mother had been the one who provided him with drugs at a young age, and he'd done it with his mother. And it's this this idea that you've got so many different influencing factors on a young boy growing up in, as described, some of the most dangerous parts of the United States. His mum was a she was a survivor. She, she was, was seven kids, yeah. and her goal was to feed them. And I think she pretty much did whatever what, she, what she had needed to, do to make, to make that, that happen. happen. Yeah. And what, what I found really funny at one point was um, they were moving out of the rough neighborhood that they were in, and then they moved to Philly, and they moved <laughs> to the roughest neighborhood in Philadelphia that they could have. It's mm-hmm. described. It's called the Badlands, and I think that just speaks yeah. volumes. So you know, he had all these external influencing factors that I think. From the outside looking in, you could quite easily say, oh, yeah, well, it makes sense as to why someone like him would end up in prison. Yeah. The fact that his father figures were the drug dealers on the streets Mm. really, I don't know, James, do you feel a lot of pressure, the fact that you're about to become a father? Like, there must be so many outside influences that you just want to try and protect your children from. Like, these podcasts just act as reminders of what I would like to not do. (laughs) <laughs> how not yeah um if, yeah the how the how not to's i suppose is is what these remind me of but as i mentioned there's still these beautiful moments where yeah you can label someone quite easily with the role of criminal and you know you can look at all these kind of murderer, murderer all the things that happened in this past and really getting to know this person through the podcast and hearing just those kind of simple things that they look forward to doing and the things that they want to have after. For me, it just reminded me that all hope is not lost. You know, there's still good in people or they can can still be good in people. Oh, sure. And I think that element of withholding judgment because you don't know what's going on in people's lives. And I think it's scary how we are still experiencing the ripple effects of some of the laws that Reagan put in place around the ability to sentence juveniles to life in prison and James we teach people about how the brain works and we know that the brain particularly the male brain isn't even fully developed until they're 23 25 so how can you possibly imprison somebody at age 17 you're essentially judging people for the rest of their life based on one action that they committed on the worst day of their life Mm, and then digging deeper knowing how that conviction came to be Mm-hmm. Then the whole other conversation around the US justice system and the need for inquiry and the need for change in that space, just that's a yeah. whole other podcast. So <laughs> we, we should mention that the victim in this particular case was a 13 year old by Danny, by the name of Danny Martinez. And although on the surface, Suave is guilty of his murder. Again, without giving too much away, you cannot judge a book by its cover because nothing is black and white in this And it's why this podcast falls into the vein of true crime because there mm-hmm. is there, there are twists and there are turns and there are things that you won't be expecting. Some mic drop moments where you're so like, oh my God. Moments. Yeah. Do you know what it really reminded me of, James, was a couple of weeks ago I, I told you about Wrongful Convictions, which was mm-hmm. hosted by Jason Flom. And because he's also an executive record producer something that really stands out to him is how much taxpayer money is 
never generated by these young people who are in prison because you take away somebody's life when they're 17. He then hears their music when they're in prison, often wrongfully, and he says, do you know how many millions of dollars this person would have paid in taxes had you let them live their life or they had been in a juvenile system where they were then released or rehabilitated or whatever it was. But what they end up doing is costing the taxpayer millions of dollars because we're incarcerating people for exponentially long periods of time for no benefit. Like the the recidivism rate of juveniles is less than 1%. What are we doing? Potentially there's an opportunity for a music producer to have... I don't know, exclusive access to, to artists in prison. And I don't know, maybe that, that could be a, a new vein of, of music that's released if that's what he's thinking. I think what Jason Flom does is he helps to get them released. And then if they want to go into music, then I'm sure he would be a really good contact. I don't think you're allowed to make revenue when you're an impr- when you're a, a lifer in the US. Uh, unless it's 20 cents a day. What, isn't that the income that they make? Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I don't think you can say write a book about your crime and then generate revenue off that i don't think you can get the proceeds from your mm. uh, i don't know how it works but basically the whole system is completely screwed up and these people still have like james said suave has a bucket list and not on his bucket list but separately to that one of the things that he wanted to do which just melted my heart james was when he said i really want to have kids and i'd like to have five and i'm going to name them Brooklyn, Bronx, Staten Island, Manhattan, and Queens. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. It, but it, it, it is. It's just, he's stolen one of my names, by the way. No, no, no. This one. What? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm playing. Brooklyn, I'm, I'm, you're going to call If you have a boy, you're going to call it I'm Brooklyn. I'm playing, I'm playing. How very David Beckham of you. I know, I know. And then Romeo. Or is it? No, Ro- Ro- Yeah, Romeo. <laughs> no. Nah. Harper. But that, that idea that... And I, I keep referring back to this because it reminds me of Ear Hustle and I got a, a lot of Elon yes. vibes from Suave. Just the mm-hmm. way that he talked, the way that he, he owned his stuff. And I think you're almost like proud of him because, yeah, talking to other people, you'd hear him just really taking ownership and responsibility and accountability for his actions and for the impact that his actions have had on others. And, yeah, it was, yeah, you, you kind of at times are like, yeah, go boy, like, <laughs> like kind of. yeah. He was he was a complete superstar. Like I absolutely adored Suave throughout this podcast. It was he was so heartwarming and he even managed to find I understand where you're coming from with regards to the Ear Hustle references because it also reminded me of Roach from Ear Hustle, mm. the guy who used to make friends with the bugs yep, yep. in the cell block. And Suave was saying, you know, when he was in isolation he'd make friends with a cockroach and then hope that it would come back night after night because that was the only company that he had. Mm -hmm. And I just question myself, James, on how is it possible in 2021 that this is how we treat other human beings, that they are then hankering after a friendship with a cockroach because they're in the hole? How is it that we can treat people like this? Yet their humanity towards each other was just phenomenal. He made friends with somebody in the hole who he through was... Through the wall, through the wall. Because Suave was illiterate and he would give him cigarettes if he read to him and helped him learn to read. And I just think... But not just any book. The book he was getting read to him was <laughs> Maria's book. Isn't, <laughs> yeah. that, isn't that beautiful? Oh, that's just that is special. lovely. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
without giving away too much, at one stage, Suave gets quite a famous inmate on his block, James. He does, he does. And I, I think this is the thing, at, at this point here, knowing what you know about the podcast, so you're going to get an, an insight into life in prison, you're going to get an insight into you know, the kind of ethics that surround a journalist becoming friends with the source and that kind of conflict that could arise and the impacts of, you know, that, that particular prisoner's actions on people on the outside. But also there's this huge story that's going along with it as well that, yeah, we, we just can't give too much of it away. And all I can say is go and listen to this podcast so that, you know, so we can talk more about it. I cannot recommend it highly enough. You know, Suave's just started his own podcast, James. I just signed up for it. So it starts in June. And I was going to say that that had to be the thing that he, w- he went on and did, right? Because if Elon's anything to go by, their, their personalities are very similar, but they, they're very different at the same time. So, oh, that's really That's really exciting. That's really cool. I look forward to hearing yeah. his stuff. I reckon that that might be at least an Ollie's Ear recommendation in the future. So what we'd love is if once you've listened to the podcast, you could reach out to us and let us know in some sort of subtle way that you've now listened to all eight episodes. What's something you can tell us that we haven't talked about on today's episode that you'd be able to let us know that you've listened to the podcast? Kind of like that knowing smile. So send us through a message. Because there's so many things that you could tell yes. us and be like, but this happened and you didn't mention it and this happened and we did, but we just don't want to spoil it for you. Yep. So um, get creative with it. That's our challenge to you. Send it through to our Facebook, email, Instagram or, or Twitter. And uh, let, let us know that you've listened to the podcast by sending us a word or a sentence that, that would... Um, Divulge yeah, some of the plot. That would make sure, that would confirm that you've listened to the rest of it. Yeah, because it's a test, really. <laughs> Listening to our podcast, it's a test. It's a test, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just cannot say well done enough to Maggie and Maria and the whole team at Futuro and PRX for bringing this podcast together. As I said earlier, one of my favourite podcasts of the year. I can't wait to hear what other collaborations come out of Suave. Mm. We also want to say a big thank you to the whole team for giving us exclusive access to your podcast in the making of our podcast. Ollie, I know you live in Ely Beach, but when I want to get away to the Whitsundays, I head to EarlyBeach.com, the Whitsundays Central Reservation Centre for all of your tourism needs. EarlyBeach.com is your one-stop shop for absolutely everything you need. You can contact the team at EarlyBeach.com, tell them what kind of holiday that you're looking for, whether it's romance or adventure or sightseeing, or whether you just want to see one of the seven natural wonders of the world being the Great Barrier Reef, they will be able to recommend all of the best tours you can go on and they are guaranteed the best price possible. We're talking island cruises, fly and rafts, sunset cruise, ocean rafting and much, much more. So if you are heading to the Sundays for some winter sun, check out earlybeach.com. It's your one-stop shop for all of your trips. And at this point, Ollie, I'm always curious, what else is happening in Ollie's good ear? Well, James, this week, something a little bit different. I have been listening. I'm going to give you the name, but you're going to guess immediately what it's about. It's called This Is War. Mm. Is it about war? <laughs> well, it's about returning veterans. Mm. So it's made by Incongruity and it's hosted by Anthony Russo. 
And he does individual episodes with veterans who've returned from war, talking about their experiences at war, their political opinions, what they think about civilian life now they've returned, the challenges that they face. And wow, James, the PTSD levels, dude, are through the roof. I've listened to, oh, I've listened to hundreds, James, and I'm yet to find an episode with somebody who is not suffering from a severe mental illness because they went to war because of what they saw. Oh, massive indication then that Marty Seligman's work is probably really necessary. Oh, for sure. That building, well, not even building resilience before you go to war, James. I think let's just stop going to war, people. <laughs> let's just not do it. <laughs> well, let's not have wars over oil and water. Like, let's just, if you're obsessed with protecting your land, then protect your land. But yeah, it's pretty deep, James, but super well done. And every episode is different. There's females, there's people who are homosexual, there's people who've been in just to been on the front line for one term, some have been for multiple terms, some are pro the political decisions, some are anti, some of them their whole life has fallen apart since they came home, some of them are still struggling day to day with everything that they experienced it's super interesting and what country are they from u.s uh, all the all the veterans are from the u.s yeah okay cool but they've been to different wars around the world yeah cool exciting all right well so if you're looking for some additional listening this week make sure you check out this is war by incongruity by incongruity a new podcast a new podcasting house for you to check out La and what about for us Oz? what have you got for us this week all right, James, here is the title, and let's see if you can guess what it's about. I love this game so much. This podcast is called Bed of Lies. Tick, 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 Bed tick, of tick, Lies. Tick, tick. Hmm. Bed of Lies. Don't say it too fast because it sounds like Bed of Flies. Um, <laughs> now, is this, is this to do with any kind of topical issue? Uh, kind of. Can I get a root of origin? No, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's based, it's made by The Telegraph, and it's based so the in UK. the UK. Okay, Bed of Lies, UK. So a lot of people in the UK Is it political? may kind of. Is it, is it historical? N- not Current. super historical, but the last couple of decades. Has it got anything to do with, like, MI6? Or like James Bond. James, how did you know it was about spies? I don't know. I just actually, I just completely what? guessed that one. But uh, Dude. did I get it right? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yes. Look at you. How did you get from bed of lies to spies? I don't know. Maybe because it rhymes. <laughs> James. Maybe it's, maybe I'm not as clever as you think, and all I just was like lies, spies. <laughs> okay. Well. Whatever, however you got there, this is your next listen. So it's hosted by Cara McCoogan, and she is investigating some of Britain's darkest, deepest secrets of people who potentially went undercover and may have done some less than ethical things, which kind of makes sense because if you watch something like James James Bond from the perspective of maybe one of the females that crosses James Bond's path, some of his treatment is not always great. 
Yeah, sure. I'm, do, you, I'm sure. do you get what yeah, I'm getting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you, are you getting what I'm putting down? Are you, are you about to tell me that James Bond was a Harvey Weinstein? Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily okay. Harvey Weinstein, <laughs> but I think manipulating people for a cause, mm-hmm. and we have kind of dramatized that in things like James Bond to be this very glamorous lifestyle. But what we need to remember is there are people that are behind those characters mm. in real life. So I think this is going to be super interesting for you, James, because it's not like anything we've listened to oh, before. I'm so excited. I love espionage. I love spies. And mm-hmm. um, although I'm hoping that this podcast doesn't ruin that for me, um, I love you know those kind of movies and getting immersed into that kind of stuff. Really looking forward to the next James Bond coming out later this year as well. So, Do you know who's going to be James Bond? Daniel Craig still is for this one. Is that right? Or does he hand over the... Well, I've heard Id- Idris Elba... Do you know? Do you know something? My lips are sealed, James. How, how do you know something? Like, what? Do you have inside information? or? I don't know, James. I'm not a spy. Don't stop accusing me. <laughs> Mate, I'm going to dig. I'm going to dig, dig, dig. All right. Okay, cool. So we're listening this week then to Beard of Lies by, by, the, Telegraph. by the Telegraph. So if you're joining us, how many episodes this week, Oz? Eight. Eight episodes. Well, there's six episodes and then one two inquiries all right well yeah that's us that's our challenge and we'll be back here to discuss bed of lies on next week's show thank you so much to all our listeners for tuning in to this episode of my friend has never listened to a podcast reviewing suave we really appreciate you taking the time and all your support so please do continue to get in touch either via facebook instagram or twitter or you can send us an email to myfriendhasnever at gmail.com One of the ways in which other people find us is actually by your reviews. So if you could take the time to leave us a five-star review and even a comment on any podcast app that you're listening to us on, it really does help other people find us and we'd really appreciate it. A huge thank you to Jeff May, our editor, for making us sound super slick. And as always, a massive thank you to MJ from Multidesign for our theme music. All right, James, I'll talk to you on the other side. I'll talk to you on the other side, buddy.